Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Ready to talk football in Arkansas? Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. Well, I'll ask you first and foremost, Kevin, how did you come to the decision of who is going to be the player of the year? Because i got to tell you, it was just what you asked me to do. It was a <laughs> booger just coming up in that order of one through five, as you asked me to do. Yeah, I, and I went back and did what I told you I was going to do, and I had I put all their pictures on the wall. And I put a blindfold on my two-year-old and let Tessa go up and pick it. So I mean, you can't go wrong with any of the 16 guys. And, Randy, the crazy thing is you have every classification uh, represented uh, within these uh, 16 young men. And offense, defense, you had some going both ways, uh, obviously, when you get down to the smaller classifications. But you look at Justin Crutchmer. He had he had some of the best numbers of the year playing every just about every down of every game. So it, it was a lot of fun. I got to you know talk to a lot of people that I deal with on a regular basis during the media in the media, and some guys I really respect their opinion that got to see just about all of these young men this season. Hmm. So I'm not gonna. I, I'll, I'll just let you start where you want to start because there is no bad or there is no – okay, that is the starting point. So I'll That's I'll right. let you begin. All right, so we had 16 finalists, and we'll go through everybody and then name a winner. We also have a sophomore of the year, and we have a captain award. And the captain award is for the ultimate teammate uh, slash leader that just kind of goes above and beyond. And that, that's just something I like to – recognize just because there's a lot of these young men that are giving it their all day in and day out. So we'll start on this. These are in no particular order. Jalen Dupree from Malvern, uh, the junior, set the world on fire this uh, this fall. He's got – and these are last week's statistics, 205 rush yards, 2,116 yards rushing, 30 touchdowns. Also had 314 yards receiving and four touchdowns, 34 total touchdowns from the running back from Malvern. Drake Lindsay from Fayetteville, 3,600 yards passing, 37 touchdowns, and three interceptions. His favorite pass catcher, Kalen Morris from Fayetteville, 95 catches led the state. 1,593 yards was top 10 nationally, and 15 touchdowns was also in the top three in the state. Carter Bray from Melbourne. Now listen to this, Randy. This young man did it all. We, we talked a couple weeks ago about the week that he had. Uh, with the punt inside the 20 that his 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 teammates downed, Rick. And I know it was a 53-yard punt, but he scored three touchdowns <laughs> on defense, two on offense. But for the year, he had 65 catches for 1,036 yards and 16 touchdowns. On defense, 87 tackles, six sacks, three interceptions, four forced fumbles, and four knots. Knots, to me, are non-offensive touchdowns. So whether they're in the return game, Interception return, he had four non-offensive touchdowns on the season. Dennis Gaines from East Poinsett County, the state's leading rusher, 43 touchdowns. He's over 3,000 yards. He's within 160 yards of the state record. On defense, he had 116 tackles, 10.5 tackles for loss, three sacks, two fumble recoveries, 
and two interceptions. Uh, and he's just a junior, guys. Ashton Williams from Robinson, the tackling machine. Through Going into last Friday, he had 160 tackles. Amazing. 19 of those were for loss. Four sacks, two fumble, two four fumbles, and a fumble recovery. Levi Mercer from Harding Academy. Uh, the defensive end has enjoyed a superb career at Harding Academy. He's within a couple of sacks of the all-time record, and he, he might, he could get to 28 sacks this season, and that would break the single-season state record. On the year, 21 tackles, 25 tackles for loss, 21 sacks, six, uh, six forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. Owen Miller from Harding Academy, 2,470 yards. His completion percentage is 82.3, 28 touchdowns, two interceptions. Jabray Shaw from Little Rock Mills. The offensive numbers, 33 carries for 336 yards and 10 touchdowns. He caught 46 passes for 840 yards and six touchdowns. That's 16 touchdowns on offense. Now on defense, he had 74 tackles, 10 interceptions, leads the state, three forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. Eli Wisdom from Shallow Christian. Eli became the second player ever in Arkansas high school football history with 7,000 yards passing, 3,000 rushing. He had 2,677 yards through the air, 32 touchdowns. He had 1,048 on the ground and 14 touchdowns. That's 46 touchdowns total, and we know he added to that last week in Shallow's big win over Mills. Jason Sullivan from Carlisle had a 365-yard night last Friday with five touchdowns to put him at 41 touchdowns on the year, and he's over 2,500 yards. Dax Golf from Boonville. He did miss a game, but listen to this. 98 rushes, 1,684 yards, 22 touchdowns. Uh, Glenn Paris texted me the other day. His yards per carry is down to like 16.35, so he's got a chance uh, to set that state record as well. On defense, 71 tackles, 12 for loss, three forced fumbles, and he has a fumble recovery interception as well. Connor Baker, the touchdown maker from Pocahontas, 258 yard, or 258 rushes, 2,097 yards, 37 touchdowns. He's got 100 touchdowns for his career. Also had 908 yards passing, nine touchdowns. On defense, 62 tackles and a team-leading five interceptions. Brandon Scott from Charleston completed 70, 75.9% of his passes. That would break a state record. Passed for 2,080 yards. He didn't play in the second half of very many games. 24 touchdowns, four interceptions. Also rushed for 550 yards and nine touchdowns. Donovan Witten, the senior quarterback from Arkadelphia, who received a preferred walk-on order to uh, offer to play linebacker at Arkansas. 2,098 yards passing, 31 touchdowns, only two interceptions. Uh, he threw five touchdowns last week, so he's up to 36. 405 yards on the ground, six touchdowns on the ground. Justin Crutchmer from Lake Hamilton had over 1,100 yards on the ground, 17 touchdowns, caught 28 passes, 698 yards. So that's right about 1,800 yards total offense. He averaged 188 all-purpose yards per game on defense, 92 tackles, three interceptions, three forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. So without further ado, our Woods Family Dealership Primetime Performer of the Year is Dennis Gaines from East Poinsett County. 
Uh, Dennis has had a phenomenal year so far. They're still in the playoffs, going to the semifinals, over 3,000 yards. You don't have a young man that gets to break the state record for uh, touchdowns in a season or yardage, and he could do both here in the next week. So congratulations to Dennis on a phenomenal year, and I know they're wanting to end it with the state title. Our sophomore of the year, and this was this was a tough battle because, Randy, you know the super sophomores we have in this state. You got Grant Carnes, the wide receiver, that's at Greenwood. You have Grayson Wilson at CAC, Chandler Cheek at England, uh, Peyton Mills at Cutter Morningstar, and then you got uh, Owen Miller, the quarterback from Harding Academy. Uh, it's really hard to pick. You got uh, uh, Ronnie Anoke from Little Rock Christian. So this was a really tough one to pick. But at the end of the day, Owen Miller, those are really video game numbers, and they're not unbelievable, but they're the next thing to it. They're amazing. Uh, over 82% of his passes, not played in the second half of too many games, only two interceptions for a young man that was not supposed to play this year. So uh, congratulations to Owen Miller being our sophomore of the year. And then our captain award, a real special young man. I've gotten to talk to him quite a bit this year. And it's just somebody that uh, you look at and he, you know he's a leader the way he picks his teammates up, does a lot for his team. He, he, he's not selfish either. He's one of the most selfless uh, young athletes that I've gotten to know. Uh, and that's Donovan Witten from Arkadelphia. Uh, we talked about his stats. Uh, and he's been a quarterback the last two years. So, And what does he do? He wants to go play linebacker at the University of Arkansas. Whether he does that or whether he stays at quarterback, we don't know. Uh, but Donovan Witten gets our captain award for the season. That's pretty, pretty phenomenal when you think about it. When you put all these numbers together, I don't know, that, that would be, um, I don't know how many miles that would, that would uh, translate to when you put all this together. <laughs> and uh, you think of what Drake Lindsay accomplished, that's at the 7A level. When you're talking 259 for 387 for 3,620 yards, 37 touchdowns compared to just three interceptions. And uh, Morris, he mentioned his teammate, Kalen Morris, five short, five receptions short of that magical number 100. Uh, but still, even saying that, 1,593 yards. And, I, again, I, I don't want to pick on any, I'll, I'll leave somebody out, just kind of cherry picking like that. But yeah, those, I, those two, it was their first year together on the field as starters. So you had Satania and Fike last year, who had really good years, four thousand yards, and Satania was one of the top leaders in the nation receiving. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. uh, yeah, for those two to get out there, Jalen Dupree, he had a four or five game stretch where he had twenty touchdowns. It was just, it, I, I, I surveyed ten different people, including you, Randy. And we have five. We had five young men that that was at the top of the the top five. So a tough list. And I'm glad. Thank you for Wood Family Dealerships for allowing me to do this. Looking forward to doing it again next year. All right, we'll step away for a moment and we'll take a look backwards just a little bit to the Ole Miss game with Kevin Bohannon, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Ready to talk football in Arkansas. Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. That was kind of a tongue twister to deliver. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. 
I've been there just before. Got all raspy there. I don't know what happened, but yeah, anyway. I think we all are right now. <laughs> you think all so? Pre-Thanksgiving. You think that's it? Yeah. 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 I think we're all ready up. for a little break. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, for Saturday's game, and, and I know there were a lot of people there. At you know, they had about seventy thousand at kickoff. It, it's it, just like the LSU game. Ten minutes yeah. before kickoff, you're thinking, "Oh my gosh, is there going to be anybody here?" They all waited and it stayed warm as pot as long as they could, and then bang, here they came. And it was just really great to see that crowd there. But we're monitoring the temperature as the game goes along. By the middle of the fourth quarter, it was 25, but it felt like 21. So yeah. um, people that were still there. So, yeah, you get that. And then all of a sudden today it's 59. So it's weird. We were – I was driving to the game. I took my normal route from Holiday Inn Express to, yeah. to the stadium. And mm-hmm. as I pulled onto Razorback Road, I'm thinking – Man, where are the people? Where are they? I, I go by that lot that's right across from Bomb Stadium, and it's yeah. maybe half capacity, maybe. And I barely pump the brakes till all of a sudden the line's moving. I'm thinking, man, this is great. And then I get to the next, the, the one there at Martin Luther King and Razorback Road, and uh Right through there, didn't have to stop, and I'm thinking, man, <laughs> where are the people? Where what are time, the cars? What time was this? What time was this? This was two hours before kickoff. Okay, we, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because we can't, we cannot go in the press box. You know, it used to be three hours. Now it's two yeah. hours. Yeah. And um, I thought, you know, this is crazy. Because, were a lot of tailgaters because it was so yeah. cold. Who'd want to tailgate when it was that cold? And then I and then and then once I got into the stadium, I'm like you, Rick. I'm thinking. I turned to Trey, and I said, "Man, this could be fifty, fifty thousand at best." Yeah, right. That's what I'm thinking. Fifty thousand at best. And then all of a sudden, you get and ready for came. kickoff, and you look yeah. up, and it's a full house practically. It was so. amazing. Everything but the uh, south side of the upper deck. On the on the east side, that, uh, everything else was full. It, it was astonishing because it was cold. Now they were saying, <clears throat> I'm told, that it was the coldest game on record at Razorback Stadium. Maybe it was. I don't know. I, I can remember some cold days. I still don't think it was as cold as the Liberty Bowl when Arkansas played East Carolina. Oh, good. That, no, that, that, that had that to be the coldest. Yeah, yeah, had to be the coldest we've ever been at a football. That game. one, or maybe the Cotton Bowl versus oh, against Oklahoma. Texas. Yeah, or yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma the game. Yeah, right. Boy, yep. and neither. I'm talking neither of the press boxes in both Memphis and Dallas. The heaters were not working, and it just well, made I've, it feel colder. Old at, stadiums, right at there. Memphis, <laughs> at Memphis, at Memphis, we, you know, Chuck Barrett, he likes to have the windows open. We had the windows open that night. It was so cold. I mean, we it was just, you know, almost, I'm writing down numbers, almost numb. Uh, Chuck, for maybe the first time since I've worked with him, left the windows closed Saturday night. So I'd, I'd say we didn't have, there was no heat in our booth, but it wasn't frigid. It was okay. It wasn't like being outside. It was nice. I started to say, I think there would be a mutiny, you know. <laughs> it's us against you, Chuck. You know, if no. you want to go sit outside, <laughs> We'll look, run a microphone out to you. You can have all that that you want. But look, Chuck, Chuck's in Maui right now. He doesn't care. How cold oh, he, he doesn't is, but, care. No. But he and Matt, and that's a great trip. And I'm really glad. You know, when somebody else pays for you to go to Hawaii, it is a great deal. <laughs> yeah, and it is. and uh, this is the first time that Arkansas has played in 
Hawaii that I've been there, and uh, and that's okay. Uh, I'm glad that, that Chuck and Matt are there. Um, so great trip. Today is the best day uh, because yes, yesterday you had a game that was pretty early noon their time. So you had all uh, late afternoon, and evening, all morning. Now you play today, and you got to hope that you win because if you win. <clears throat> You can get maybe an earlier flight. I don't know if you, if you if they lose, they actually get more of the day. But it's really nice. But then they're on the plane tomorrow night, regardless of whether they win or lose today or tomorrow. And so they'll fly home, and and it's like a all night flight. That's a yeah. That's Chuck a told me deal. that they would be. I think he said five thirty is when they're. He's expecting to be home, Arkansas time. Yeah, um, and then he'll rest, um, and then fly. He's flying up on the school plane with yeah. Hunter Urichek on right. Friday morning for the game, so he's not yeah. going with us Thursday. I need to figure out how I can carry around Hunter's bags because you know <laughs> he just, he'll be going over. He's over now in Maui, he and then does, he gets back, and he's got to repack just a little bit, head off then to uh, Columbia, and, Missouri. And I don't know he, when Arkansas soccer team plays next. I I think it's this weekend. At Florida State, you can bet he'll be there. The, the guy supports everything. He's amazing. That bag yeah. has to be heavy that he carries around. <laughs> so I need to get a hold of him and offer my services for the future. Mm, sure All right, let's talk to JW. JW, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Well, I can vouch for you. It was cold there. I was there, and my legs were numb about 15 minutes. <laughs> Down the interstate, I started feeling them again. Wow. Goodness. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, we were the same way. We were like, uh, is anybody gonna show up? Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's just like bam. I was like, yeah. Well, you know. It it is kinda of remarkable how fast they can get in there on a short time. You know what's interesting but I was listening. Is, is how many students were there now and I had forgotten U of A had classes Monday and Tuesday. I was thinking it was Thanksgiving break and that whole student on the east side, there weren't so many of them up in the upper deck. But it was full on the east side. It's interesting that um, Missouri is, is ho- hoping that their students make a lot of noise Friday. They're on Thanksgiving break. Why in the world would you come back for a game when your team's five and six and you're on Thanksgiving break? So I, I hope that'll help Arkansas with not having as many people there Friday. Oh, the crowd was great there. Even yeah. though it was freezing, it, yeah. it was so great. And it does make a difference. Yes, it does. But uh, we were I was listening to all these high school records, and, and that's why I actually called. Uh, I'm not sure if we'll ever see what Darren McFadden, what was his record, like 325 or something? It's been a while since I looked at 321. 321. Yeah. 321. Okay. Rocket, if you ask me, if he would have ran more instead of them switching out every right. other play, yeah. Uh, I don't know why they did that. I don't know if we're ever going to see a running back do what McFadden did just because no. of the style or – I don't know. But if you ask me, Rocket was on his way to 300. Easy. It's just, yeah. he You know, he his 68-yard touchdown run on the second play of the third quarter was yeah. his last carry in the third mm-hmm. quarter. Mm-hmm. And he, he, had he did come back some total. in the fourth. Yeah. He came back in the fourth quarter a little bit. But by then, Ole Miss was – Knew Arkansas was not going to throw, so Arkansas couldn't make much on the ground. But I think they only uh, – my, my question is, and I could probably Google this, but it's easy to ask y'all. What was <laughs> McFadden's lowest output of a game in yardage? Well, uh, he had 42 against sure. USC. <laughs> yeah, USC. And he also – that game that Arkansas lost against Vanderbilt, did he even play in that game? If he did no. – 
It, okay, he didn't play. He only got a couple snaps. Yeah, if he, if he, if yeah. he carried there, he didn't have very much. But that's a good memory, Kevin. Yeah, USC USC was just really good. Yeah. yeah. So it's okay, Rocket had a few bad games, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You bet. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't think – I'm now convinced, though, J.W., if K.J. Jefferson was healthy and playing, oh, there's no he doubt. would not have had those two, two no. games back-to-back. No, and he there's probably no – and he might break McFadden's record, but now that's going to be awfully tough. Yeah, that, that's no doubt that KJ makes a world of difference. And 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 with that saying, Malik is not the answer. He he no. might be an answer somewhere no. else. Yeah. But if we're going to run KJ the way we're going to run him next year, we better be ready, or we're going to be in the same yeah. spot. Better get a second uh, quarterback. You're right. Transfer quarterback. portal. Transfer portal. You're right. Now, 